KUT's AT Explained is back with a brand new season. Our first episode, what's up with that tower in Clarksville? I've heard it called the Clarksville Eiffel Tower, the tower, the leaning tower of Clarksville, all those names. Subscribe to AT Explained wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget our next AT Explained live show at the Paramount Theater on April 3rd. Brand new stories told live on stage. Get your tickets at austintheater.org. Support for AT Explained Live comes from Meals on Wheels Central Texas and World Interiors. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hello and welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that changed their lives and give us all a glimpse into some aspect of their creative life. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and in this episode of This Song, we'll be hearing from Jim James. Now, you probably know him as the lead singer of My Morning Jacket. He's fronted that band since the late 90s, but he also releases records under his own name. His first, Regions of Light and Sound of God, came out in 2013, and his second solo record, called Eternally Even, came out in November of last year, like right before the election. And it's a bit of a departure for James in that it's very lyrically direct and overtly political. Not that Jim James doesn't have a history of melding music and politics, like for years, whenever My Morning Jacket plays a show, a dollar of every ticket sale goes to a charity in the area where they're playing. And James has been outspoken on a bunch of progressive issues, but this is the first time that the music itself has been so infused with a message. Jim James came to town to promote the new record, and I was lucky enough to sit down with him before the show, and he told me not about a song or a record, but like about an experience he had that made him realize that, yes, he did want to infuse his art with his politics. And just so you know, we had like a killer conversation, but we didn't always talk about like a whole lot of music, which had me a bit flummoxed when I started editing the interview. But luckily, I have a great intern, Kelly Seal, and she suggested that I use music off of Jim James's new record. And I'd been listening to his new record a bunch, and I realized there were a lot of parallels between what he was saying and what I was hearing in his new music. So in this interview, you'll hear clips not only of other artists, but of songs off of Eternally Even. Okay, so here he is, Jim James. Well, I had a, I guess, uh, quite a while now, I'm, I'm bad with time, I went on a, um, a retreat in New Orleans, uh, an artist and activism retreat, shortly after Katrina, and it was just about like, how can you use your arts as a platform for causes you believe in, or, you know, social change, or, um, going to that retreat was a, a real eye-opener, um, like, I met the Indigo Girls there, and like, saw like, you know, their, their uh, whole you know activism and ever the way they've tied that into their music has just been so amazing let it be me this is not a fighting song let it be me not a wrong for a wrong let it be me so it was really inspiring moment for me as a as a musician to like try and and think about how i could somehow weave all that into my music and into how we play shows and how we put on concerts and stuff like that because so many people say like keep your art and your politics separate or keep your art and your activism separate and I just think that's so so silly because I feel like it's all tied up I feel like everything is all 
together. You know, it's all, it's not like the way I think about the world is not a part of my art or, or whatever, you know, it's like for, at least for me. What kind of brought you to that retreat? I mean, how did, what was your path to getting there? You said it was kind of after Katrina. Mm-hmm. Was it something that you had been wondering about and thinking about? Like, did someone invite you? I mean, I'm kind of interested in how you got there. I was invited to come. Uh, the organization at the time was called Air Traffic Control, and now they're called RPM. And they work with bands to help with this kind of thing. Like, how can we help you uh, help causes you believe in? And how can we, you know, meet with people and get, get more people talking and and, uh, and just coming there and, and sitting around with other musicians and stuff, talking. It kind of just like, you know, those moments of realization we all have in our lives about whatever, you know, <laughs> it's tons of things throughout the course of our, it was just one of those moments where I was like, whoa, like, I'm I'm fortunate enough to have people care what I do at all about what I do at all, you know. So if they're gonna come see me play, I would at, at, at least like to try to turn them on to something in their area. You got the whole wide world laid out in front of you. You can talk about it all you want, but what you gonna do? Because I'm I'm a pretty subtle person, and I don't wanna. I don't want to yell at people. I don't want to preach at people. I don't want to beat people over the head with what I believe in, even though I think I'm right. You know, it's like we all think we're right, but I think the last thing we need in this world, especially now, is more people yelling at each other that they're right, you know, and dividing each other even more. So uh, I feel like on this last record, it's maybe the the best I've been able to do so far of speaking about things that I feel like need to be spoken about and, and uh, but hopefully in a, in a way that's peaceful and just a way of discussing them, you know, cause I feel like that's, I feel like we're in this crazy place of crisis right now. And I feel like the only thing that can maybe bring us out of it is uh, really listening to people, you know, really talking to people, especially people who may have voted differently than us or, you know, who, who may, believe that they subscribe to a different ideology or, or set of beliefs or whatever. Cause I really think that all that is illusion. You know, I, I really think that, uh, the old divide and conquer technique has been wor- used very well on us and we're experiencing the, the terrible effects of that right now. It's the same old tell you when you're little, try to make you forget just what it is you really made of and follow on just like most everyone. When you were starting to write the this record, were there any was there any music that you kind of turned to to help you figure out how to do like say what you wanted to say, but say it in a way that you found like that you wanted to say it? Yeah, I mean, is there anything that you kind oh, of turned definitely. to? Definitely, Gil Scott Heron is a big hero of mine. like he's he's said a lot of things maybe in the best ways some can say because i feel like he has a beautiful way of saying things very directly and very bluntly but also very poetically and very i don't know just i i, I love uh, his records so much you will not be able to stay home brother you will not be able to plug in turn on and cop out you will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. And uh, I mean, what's going on by Marvin Gaye? I feel like is you know maybe the pinnacle of of, of that. Father, father, 
don't need to escalate You see, war is not the answer For only love can conquer hate Kind of, I don't know, just social consciousness and, and progressive thinking, but all wrapped in this incredible production, incredible songs, and, you know, done in such a beautiful, gentle way, you know, it's like a, but yet it's very much a call to action or like a call to like talk about what's going on. I guess for you, when you hear Gil Scott here and when you hear Marvin Gaye, how do you feel when you hear that stuff i don't know i feel like there's a need for me to be moved by music and i don't just mean emotionally i mean i i want music to make me want to move forward and i remember i don't know why or how or what but i just remember the feeling of hearing what's going on or hearing people get ready by curtis mayfield people get ready as a train of coming you don't need no they're hearing Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life and spending most of their lives living in the pastime paradise and spending most of their lives living in Time paradise Been wasting most of their time Glorifying days long gone behind Been wasting most of their days In remembrance of ignorance So praise. tell me Hearing these records that like Explored really deep, serious Social issues But did them in a way whether it was the rhythm or the chords or whatever, it's like it didn't make you want to sit there and cry about it. It made you want to get up and do something about it. You know, it made you want to go to a protest or vote or you know, do or love your family or what you know, whatever you need to do. And I feel like that's the thing I think people need to realize now. And I think music is one of the greatest gifts is that we need to act. The stone is thrown. It's coming fast. Next thing you know. of this thing I feel like that's the thing I feel like for so long people have had the option of not doing anything you know just sitting on the couch and looking at pictures of cats on the internet or whatever or you know watching cable all night long but it's like that's is it going to take a bomb falling on the grocery store you know right around the corner or is it going to take you turning on your water and sludge pours out of it where I'm from in Kentucky there's all sorts of horrible mountaintop removal where they blow the top off a mountain into a nearby river and all the communities turn on their water faucets and toxic sludge is coming out of the water you know there's like these things like very basic things you know and like but so many people don't have to deal with it but so many people do 
And it's like, what's it going to take for the people that don't have to deal with it to stand up for the people who do have to deal with it, you know, and, and vote and become educated and try and get the politicians out of office who are making these terrible things happen to people all in the name of greed. You know, it's like, what's it going to take? The record, it seems really prescient. It seems like a record that should have been written next year, but yet it came out before the election. When did you start writing this record? Like what? Well, I, I wrote all the you know lyrics over the past the course of this last year, and and I worked really hard. Uh, I think maybe even at the the quote unquote uh, success of the record to get it released very soon. I really pushed the label to release it soon because I wanted to get it out before the election, and and obviously I hope the election would have gone in the other direction. But I, I hoped that even if I could get one person to go vote, that might not have gone and, and voted then the record would have been a success to me. And who knows, maybe that still happened or whatever, you know. But uh, so I really pressed for that because I, I really, normally the album cycle, I think most musicians would tell you this, so frustrating. I always joke like, if I write a record about falling in love, by the time it's released, I'm breaking up. Or if I write a heartbreak <laughs> record, then I'm falling in love again. Or what? it's always opposite. And I was just like, for once in my life, here's this record I wrote about now. Can we please just put it out now? How did it feel like when you, I mean, you've written a lot of music and you've written a lot of records, but this record, it is, it's very direct. Well, it's weird because I normally am a pretty uh, abstract writer. Like I don't really write with a lot of detail and a lot of times I don't even know what I'm writing about. You know, it could just be some kind of word puzzle or image for me. It doesn't always have to mean something for me or even if it does mean something if it's a personal love song or whatever, I, I even try to remove gender and stuff like that so anybody could hear it and think about love or heartbreak or whatever, not just have it always be about he, she, or whatever. Because I feel like that's another illusion that we're presented with, the illusion of, of he and she and gay and straight. and You know, all, this, all these things that I really feel like are such illusions and it's all the same and, and love is love. And I feel like with this, like I'd written, quote unquote, politically before but it was always very kind of abstract or you know like I, I knew what I was saying but it, um, it didn't really matter to me if anybody else did because I felt like they would get the feeling of it or whatever um, but with this like I I really kind of try to pride myself for better or worse on not thinking about it and this is just kind of what came out of my head based on what is happening in the world and what's going on in my life and, and what's uh, I guess what feels important to me uh, and I think I, I just, for whatever reason, over the last couple of years have been realizing just what a time of, of crisis this is in the world and what a time of, uh, I don't know, it's just like th that's what I'm thinking about all the time. But it wasn't always like that because I had the luxury of a pretty safe and comfortable life. You don't know you can't see it right But you think you could hide in plain sight Life goes on with or without you But I hope you know I still care about you I know you think we're all out here on our own But you don't have to go this alone You don't stop, you don't go, you ain't right Did you think you could hide in plain sight? Look, You're in a position as a musician, I think, to move people in a way that like gets into their souls and these really profound, deeply emotional ways. And what do you think it is about music that does that? Because I feel like music makes people feel in a way that no. Oh my God, music nothing. is pure magic. Like I mean, what is it about sound waves moving through air? 
it's something we'll never understand. You know, it's pure and absolute magic. And there's something about it that it's completely universally useful in every single aspect of your life and you don't have to be stationary to use it and you don't you know if you're so depressed you can use it if you're partying you can use it if you're making love if you're eating dinner and you don't want much music or whatever you know there's like so many ways you can use it that it's i mean especially thinking of using it on a grander scale for social consciousness or progressive movement forward or whatever but yeah i mean i don't i i can't think of a more magical gift given to humans other than love itself <laughs> than music. Below Me is In The Moment from Jim James's Eternally Even, a song that we've been playing a bunch here at KUTX, the radio station where we make this podcast. And man, editing that interview was like therapy for me. I mean, there's so much good music in there. And I was just reminded over and over about the magic that Jim James talks about. Like, I just got a concentrated dose of music that makes me personally want to get up and move forward. And... We make a Spotify playlist for each This Song episode where we put all the songs referenced in the episode so that people who listen to the podcast can like hear more than a clip. They can hear the songs all the way through. And like, I'm going to listen to that playlist on repeat because I definitely need music in my life that inspires me to approach the world in an active and engaged manner. And if you want to listen to that playlist, well, it'll be on the This Song page for this episode on the KUTX website. If you like the conversation I had with Jim James, then head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts and check out other episodes we have with folks like Tegan and Sarah, who talked about how Smashing Pumpkins and Phil Collins inspired them and how they've evolved into being more political in their own work, or Killer Mike and LP from Run the Jewels, who talk about how Prince and Ice-T made them want to make music that was real and raw. And while you're there, checking out the episodes, we would love it if you'd leave a rating or a review. Ratings and reviews help people find the podcast, which is like why we do this. We want people out there to hear stories like this and be inspired. Plus, ratings and reviews make everyone at Team This Song feel super rad. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of This Song. This song is a production of KTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen, with help from Peter Babb, Jackie Fuller, and Kelly Seal. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram account and does a great job. And like I said, Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at thissongktx. You can like us on Facebook, and you can subscribe to this song along with our other KTX podcasts, Austin Music Minute, Liner Notes, and Song of the Day on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. 
KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org and we'll see you there.